good? I think so. Well, I don't know. Are you good? Yeah. I'm going to turn you up a little bit. We got Mr. Chillaxer over here. I like to be right up on the mic. Likes to deep throat it. Jeez. Why you guys ain't got deep throat it, bro? Yeah. You guys ready? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, man, you sound sexy. Oh, I, got, I can take this off. Or I guess I can leave it on. It doesn't matter. Yeah, you can You can use it to like monitor the audio. Cool. You sound beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, I got to get Sean. All right. All right, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beer Fish Fanatics. This is Grandy with Ma Pa Fishing. We got... Kit with the Fishing Kit YouTube channel. And today we are on site in the dungeon. I guess we go, we'll, we'll call it here. Is that what you call it? The dungeon? I think that's what you call it. <laughs> Am I the one that calls this the dungeon? I think so. No, you call it the dungeon, kid, don't you? Maybe like the first time. Okay. I might have to get you a little bit back. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but if you guys are wondering, yeah, he, he does sound familiar. This is Mr. Sean Tranwitz, uh, owner of Saki Fishing. We're just joining him at his... Um, dungeon <laughs> workshop. Workshop. What do you call it, Sean? The basement. The basement. Okay. Yeah. yeah. It all. That's works. Clever name. Clever name. It all works. So, uh, thank you for allowing us to come down here. We'll do a little bit of recording. I think this is the first time we're actually recording down here on his. Because uh, I think the very first time when you moved, we recorded. It wasn't quite ready yet. Right. Yeah. So now um, I think it's it's completely done down here. So if you have to get a chance. Hit this guy up, see if he's available to you guys and take a tour. Wait, is this our second time or third time? At, at his house? Second. Recording? Second time. Same time. Yeah, you guys came over like, I think it was like the first month we moved in. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, we got together for another reason. I was like, I swear Rich and stuff was there. That yeah. was for something else. Yeah, something else. But uh, today, I am drinking. So I heard nothing but good stuff about the Brew Dog Company. It's a non-alcoholic beer. I got like the mix pack today, so I am try, trying the, it's called the uh, non-alcoholic Elvis AF. So it's a hoppy grapefruit, that's what I'm drinking today. What are you guys drinking? It's a Saturday Night Light. It's brewed in Iowa with Iowa corn to enjoy as friends. 1938? What's, yeah. is that the brewery? 1938? I have no idea. Huh. Never heard of it, but it's pretty good. There you guys go. Cheers. Oh, brewed, lager, and packaged by Kinship Brewery Company. Oh, Kinship, there you guys go. Mine is, uh, where, this is, this is brewed in, not in America. Oh, it's in Ohio. Oh, shit, I just spilled. Sorry. He's like pouring it out. <laughs> 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 shit. Sorry. Sorry. And, and this is not alcoholic, by the way. First time. Yeah. The Short Rod Show guys were over here. And, oh, yeah. They spilled on it, too. Fitting. Yeah, we're in town. So if you guys are wondering, yes, we are not on Zoom today because I was able to swing by, come check out, hang out with the family a little bit. Uh, my kids has been pretty much, um, I guess you can say, staying over here at Saki's <laughs> house for like three days straight. Yeah, third time we've seen you in two days. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> so, but you know, uh, I, you know, got an opportunity. I mean, we'll just jump right into it. So, uh, you, you guys will probably see one of my videos coming up here in a couple of weeks. But uh, right when I got into town, my wife 
and kids literally dropped me off right on fishing kids boat like i didn't i didn't even step foot in my mom's house i didn't i didn't even say hi to my mom any family anybody first person i saw in iowa was fishing kids <laughs> but i'd like to say you were there for the fish instead of for me it was a little bit of you man it was a little bit of you you know but i have to say it was well worth it because i got some some nice tanks that day those are probably your biggest fish in a while. It's been my biggest fish probably since I moved. Um, they were, I think, I mean, both of them probably pushing about the seven, eight, nine, well, I think the second one's pretty close to eight pounds. First one's about five-ish, five, six-ish, but, bro, the the fight that those freaking wipers put on, man, it don't matter, dude. It was just so, you, you, you can see the smile in my face in those pictures, man, <laughs> and you know how I felt. But like I said, though, it was a shout out to my wife, kids. They dropped me off like before I even saw anybody, so I was able to catch some fish. Um, it's it's definitely the winter pattern. Fish was uh, on, oh, yeah. on the bottom. Oh yeah. How'd you do that day? I did pretty good before you got before I picked up like all you guys. I had to go pick up three people at three different times. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of funny. Uh, he did. He had to pick up three. Yeah, it was. Three people at three different times uh, to jump on the boat. Um, felt, you know, felt bad because I, I really wanted Chin to get on a fish. He didn't get a chance to get on a fish. Addy got caught some nice ones. Yeah, right at the end, Addy did. Yeah. That was fun, man. Good good time, I guess, because uh, that was it, right? For you? For the boat this year? Well, that was it, man. I uh, it. I winterized it. I dropped it off today. And it's all winterized. There you just go. gotta go pick it up maybe tomorrow. Probably tomorrow. So once you winterize it, you can't take it out, right? Pretty much. Or you shouldn't be taking it out. And you get to redo the winter to winterize it again. So, okay, can you guys just for people who don't have boats, um, maybe you guys can explain what the winterizing of the boats is and what does it do? Uh, I dropped it off at a at the dealer <laughs> and I thought, Well, it's winterized, there you go. <laughs> Sean, do you um, want to explain? Because well, I think, I mean, really, you just want to make sure all the water's out of it. Because if there's any water left inside, like, you want to make sure everything's drained out. If there's still water in there and it freezes, it can expand and break anything. That way, you know, the next year when you fill it with water, it'll leak. So, you just want to make sure everything's drained, cleaned out. Um, I like to fill up, make sure the oil, gas, everything's as full as I can get it. Because the less air space in there, the less moisture can accumulate. Mm. Uh, make sure like stable on the gas, run it through the motor. Make sure it's all in everything so it doesn't gum up. Change the oil. Yeah, drain the lower unit. Get the oil out. Make sure there's no water in there. What happens if you don't winterize? Oh, what? So the water, water is the the main thing you're trying to get rid of. So if like if there's still water in any of the lines mm -hmm. and it does freeze and it cracks, like uh, figure live well. If it's not fully drained and it's cracked, and when you try and fill it, it's just gonna leak into the boat. Gotcha. It'll never stay full. So it's the watering that you want to try yeah. to get all yeah. the water out as much as of, of everything. Yeah, yeah. Because out well, my outboard, uh, like a lot of outboards, they're water cooled, mm -hmm. so the motor takes in water. That's why uh, when you put the boat in, it it pees out the side. Yeah. That's water going through the system. That's how it cools the engine. You know, it's not like. And uh, what uh, cars motor? You know, it doesn't have like antifreeze and stuff in there. Okay. Coolant or whatever. Yeah, but see the people that winterize like campers, RVs, stuff like that. They use uh, RV RV antifreeze to mm. put in instead of the water because that won't freeze. 
So that's, that's a big thing. Just make sure nothing freezes and breaks. Gotcha. Things, so. Coming from a non-boat guy side, that's, I'm, I'm asking, I'm, there's got to be more than just me out there that has no idea what the hell you guys are talking about. But that makes sense. You don't want shit to freeze. Well, it's like, I mean, with any kind of gas engine stuff that you're not going to use for months, you got to get it ready for for that extended period. period. Yeah. Whether that's like your lawnmower or leaf blower or whatever. Car, if your car's going to sit there for a few months. So is uh, both in your garage nice and snug? It's tight. It's, it's probably a couple inches on uh, either side, like width-wise. Uh-huh. Um, I got a folding tongue, so it, lengthwise it fits fine. But then the height, man, my garage door and the angle that that my driveway is, and, and I have gravel too. So to get it in there, I gotta turn the motor down, and then and then I got this bracket that holds the garage door. So I gotta lower it even further. Yeah, I gotta lower it all the way, but then I gotta bring it back up afterwards because then I won't be able to jack it up because the, the keel is basically almost touching the ground. So, so you, you almost hit the garage door with the motor? Or the, the frame of the door? Uh, both. <laughs> 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 yeah, it's tight height-wise and it's tight width-wise. I probably got a couple inches on the sides and then I got a, maybe a couple inches depending on how how high the motor's turned up. So I gotta trim it all the way down to get it underneath the door, and then I gotta trim it back up once does I get the door not go all the way up? It does, oh. but the, there's the bracket, it kinda hangs down that holds the oh, door to the, yeah, oh, the, the, to the door opener. Uh-huh. Yeah, that part. Jeez. So, and it goes that tall. At least it fits. Yeah, so I gotta trim it up so I'm not dragging on the ground, and then right before I get in the door, I gotta trim it down, because then the angle changes. Then like trim it back up when I jack it, jack the trailer up. So I can't even fit mine in the garage. So. Yeah, I saw that yours was outside. You're just gonna leave yours outside then? But yeah. yours could fit in your garage, right? No. No. Oh, oh. Really? It could? No. Is it too, too long? Too yeah. It's, too long. <laughs> it's the uh, uh, the the trailer, right? That's too long. Yeah. Or, well, yeah. It's. I mean, I, I got the folding tongue too, but still, like I I can't even get the truck in the garage. Oh shit! What if you angled the boat? And you wouldn't be able to get in the house. That's, yeah, that's true. The, way the, oh. door, the door is like in the back. So yeah. Like, and like it's a two car garage, but if you park one car in front of it, you can't get to the door. So it's like, <laughs> that's not really a two car garage. It's kind of sucks. So, are you guys pretty much done uh, open water fishing this year? Would you say? For now? I think so. I don't think so. It's supposed to warm up again. And warm. Is it? Not, not this weekend, but I think later next week it's supposed to get back up into the 40. Granted, at night, still in the 20s and stuff, but... Any spots you recommend for people who are still going to be going out then? On open water, if they don't have a boat? Oh, the river? Yeah. That's where I would go. Hey, you want to fish in the lakes or... Oh, sorry. You know, the fish in the lakes are going to be going deep, so... I won't get much from the shore. So, river fishing it is. Let me, uh, silence my ship. <laughs> <laughs> got uh, my phone over there, but my watch is going, nice. too. How about you, though? Are you are you done, you thinking, for I haven't water? fished in like a month, so... What? Yeah, been too busy. When, was the last time you fished, was it with us? Uh, no, it was after that. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's, it's been a while. Yeah, you guys gotta go check out that video. You can see this guy catch a nice wiper, huh? And a nice bass. 
That was a good day, I thought. That was fun. That was fun. Julian got on his very first. That was that was the best part of the day. Yeah, seeing him him freak out. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Julian, man, Kit, have you taken that guy back out fishing yet, or what, man? Not. Well, I think we went out one other time after that, but he's he's a busy guy. Got family and stuff. Wow. He works. He he works a weird schedule. Not does he? Yeah. Gotta get him on fish again. Yeah, you're right, man. Seeing him catch. Of course, the very first fish that he truly catches was a freaking elite. That was a tank. That was a good, 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 was a good wiper. Yeah. yeah. If you hop in my boat, odds are he might catch a wiper. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a guarantee, but I think the odds are pretty good. Well, it's pretty funny though. When we got, when I got here, we're like, we're chasing wipers, and then, nah, it wasn't really biting for the first like 10, 20 minutes. We're like, all right, we might have to go after crappies, <laughs> and then. Yeah. And then another figure then we pick pick chin up and then we went for crappies for like 15, 20 minutes and then we had to go pick up baddies. We're like, all right, we're going back for wipers. <laughs> <laughs> and it was a great call because that's when we caught all the fish. Right. And on that third leg, I guess you could say. Well from from the, that spot to the boat ramp, I was like, I already knew. By the time we get down there, somebody's gonna be like, hey, I'm here. And then we gotta turn around, go all the way back. And uh, that's pretty much what happened. Like, we fished for a little bit at the closer spot. It was maybe 10 minutes. And then Abby hit, hits me up. He's like, hey, I'm here. I was like, yeah, if we went to the other spot, we would have just gotten there. Yeah. And we would have gone back. But, you know, I mean, because once Abby got there, we, we really was able to really kind of focus and fish. It was probably a good, what, about an hour and a half, two hours that we fished. We caught a good amount of fish, I felt like. it was. I mean, it was constant. Yeah, it was steady. It was steady. It, was steady. it wasn't like fire, but it was it was steady. The quality was good. Agreed. Because, uh, yeah, I caught some Isaac, nice wipers. Two over five pound wipers. I caught a few two five pounders. You caught a 14.9 inch walleye. I caught a 14.5 inch walleye. And you caught an 18 incher. Oh, yeah, yeah. So it was, it was a good eater. It was a good eater. It was a good, uh, good catching. My mom appreciated it. Just, <laughs> Oh, yeah. nice. I'm staying with my mom, so I was like, you know what? I couldn't go home. I couldn't stay at her place empty-handed. I was like, all right, I got to bring fish. Yeah, you couldn't go to Iowa, go straight to the lake, yeah. and then not bring fish when you go exactly. see yeah. your mom. You know, my mom's like, you didn't come and see me first. <laughs> you went fishing first, and then you don't bring fish home? That would be like, nah, that's not cool. <laughs> yeah. that's the, uh, the mother-in-law asked me yesterday why I'm not bringing her fish again. <laughs> yeah. Uh-oh. Well, it's probably because my mom. Going. I wonder if my mom says something <laughs> yeah. to your mother-in-law saying how Granny brought fish, yeah. and then she's probably like, "Well, why didn't Sean bring me fish?" <laughs> Sorry, dude. Uh, since it's been a while since we've seen you, Sean. So, how has your fishing been this year? I know you haven't had a chance to go out much, but yeah. uh, let's talk about that. When I get to go, it's, it's decent. I only get I have like a really good day this year, just because I mean. The frequency I've been there. I've been busy doing all kinds of stuff down here, or just uh, doing yard work and stuff ready for winter. Like we had a big garden, and we tore that down, so we're gonna relocate it, mm. and we're gonna get ready to do a chicken coop. Man, because you guys can have chickens, man. I know. Yeah, but right. yeah, there's a lot of work for that. Like, yeah, have the city come out and like measure, make sure you have enough room for it. And, oh, what's the What's the legalities for a chicken coop? Uh, you have to have at least a quarter acre. Um, oh, right. The coop has to be 
note close or has to be at least twenty five feet away from each property line. So they come out like they came out and actually measured where I want to put it, make sure I have plenty of room. Okay. Uh, you can only have six hens, no roosters. Um, they all have to be banded. They give you leg bands to put on them. You have to pay for a permit for it. Why do they have to be leg banded? In case they escape. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. 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 Um, when you do build a coop, they have to come out and inspect it. It has to be predator proof. Make sure like no coyotes or nothing will come and get them. Hmm. Yeah, that's... <laughs> I didn't think I thought if you wanted to create a coop, you could create a coop. I had no idea. Well, this is the, the first time they're allowing it. They finally passed it this year. So. Just for the city here? Yep. Gotcha. So you think you're going to do it, even with all those oh, yeah. uh, restrictions? Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I feel like they're doing all this because they don't really want you to. So uh, they're, <laughs> they're just trying to make it as difficult as yeah, possible. Yeah, so it's like, and then, then whoever does do it, and then I have to like see if it actually works the way they think it is, make sure everything is fine with like they said like if it, it cut, if the smell or noise bothers your neighbors then it's all oh, like yeah. get rid of your permit or whatever you can't have them. Wow. Yeah. So you better be nice to your neighbors. They're all, they're all pretty nice. <laughs> so if they give them eggs and not There you go. I was gonna say that. <laughs> hey, don't complain, here's some eggs. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> On the house. <laughs> but uh so you've been doing more chicken shit than than, than fishing. <laughs> been doing more everything than fishing this year. So. How about ice season? Are you ready? It, yeah, I, I, I invested a little more now, so we're definitely going. All right, let's let's talk. Let's switch gear. Let's talk about icing. So, um, I, I had to take a picture the other day. I sent it to these guys. I go, man, this guy must be doing some great ice rod work because you know I saw what he picked up for this year. So I'm like, all right, he's been selling a lot of rods lately. Huh? But um, you want to tell him what you picked up? Uh, finally got the live scope. Uh, I see you got the 32. Yeah, well, it was on sale. And, so, I mean, the 34 was also, but it's $1,000 more. And, like, everyone I talked to said, it, you know, there's not that much of a difference. Like, mm-hmm. especially around here. Like, you're not fishing in super deep water. You know, there's no reason to scan, you know, past 80, 100 feet. Like, okay, you know, instead of seeing... 100 feet you can only see 70 yeah yeah <laughs> and this you know this fit through a six inch hole which the auger had was six inch where the, the 34 you have an eight inch mm-hmm. uh, i just like you know is it worth another thousand dollars to get that or just go with this yeah because uh you messaged me when i was yeah. out on the boat yeah i was like i mean if you got the money sure but there's other things yeah, yeah. I, I even told you like for our like the type of fishing we do i don't think the difference is, you know, I don't think it's worth a thousand dollars. And I told Sean, I was like, with that extra thousand dollars, you get a second head unit for the boat, mm-hmm. or you upgrade your uh, open water transducer. Because the GT fifty four, I think that's the one that most people have that comes with the Garmin's, uh, the Aquamap. But there's an upgraded one, the GT fifty six, which I heard is way better. I think that would be more worth the investment. Um, because, uh, it, you know, live scope's all the rage and stuff, but um, I got a lot of news out of my side skin. And I, boat. I see right. that. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. so I, I have noticed that because when I'm jumping on your boat, it's like you use a side scan. It seems like more than you do, like looking down or looking forward, right? Yeah, yeah, because side scan, it, it's more efficient than, you know, stopping the boat, pointing the live scope around. Like, sure, um, you can do that, but... At speed with the side scan, you could cover a lot of water. 
Uh, and then once you see stuff on the side here, that's when I'll drop the live scope down. I'm like, okay, let's see. Yeah. I saw some stuff to the right. Let's confirm what's over there. Like, oh, there's a bunch of big marks over there. <laughs> yeah. you, think, you think you're going to catch more fish this year with that, or do you think it's just uh, going to be more fun? It's definitely more fun. I think, especially with the girls, okay. you know, go out there, like, they get kind of more like, it's not coming from the my Markham, the very first flasher I've ever bought, and I'm still using it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's going to be more fun for me, too, but, you know, get the girls out there, they can sit and play with it if there's fish, you know, it'll be easier. Uh, keeping them entertained, you'll be able to find fish easier, faster, I should say, so. I think, I think, keep them a little more entertained, too. I think it'll definitely keep them more entertained, because they're going to actually see how their jig interacts, and then with the live scope, you can actually see the, the, the shape of the fish. Mm-hmm. You know, the length of it and stuff. So I think that's going to definitely get them a little bit more intrigued. And, especially now, I think kids are just more into electronics. Yeah. So it, it, it's going to... Yeah, I mean, you're not looking at, oh, there's a red light. Yeah. yeah or... see a fish swimming, you see it coming closer. Yeah. So that, that there's worth it to me, I think. And then all you guys can share one screen. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if, yeah, if we're sitting inside the hut or something, like everyone can look at the same thing, you know. Maybe I should get a live scope. Because that's what I do whenever <laughs> whenever I bring people in the hub. You know, we'll yeah. just put the live scope in the middle on one side and we'll just sit. You know, there might be two, sometimes three of us just sitting next side by side and we're all using my live scope. Mm-hmm. Now you might have Chen who has a live scope too. So you might have to take a couple guys. You might have like two live scopes in your hut <laughs> this year. That'd be kind of cool. That would be cool. That would be cool. Yeah, make that happen. Well, I guess so. Whenever I go with Matt, he has live scope too, and he always brings his. Okay. Surprisingly, they don't interfere that much with each other. But I think Garmin are designed that way, for, at least with their own technology, not to but interfere it, with each would other. Would it interfere if you got like ten of them all in one area? Yeah. Probably. Probably. I mean, but it wouldn't be like you couldn't see what's no, going on. Not like when you get two of any flasher next. Well, no, no, it's, yeah. it's not near <laughs> that bad. You, you, I bet you right now. If you, you, I, at least I feel that way. It's like whenever we have a Markham or even a Bexlar near one of our Garmin stuff, I feel hella interference. I feel that way. Uh, at least with my Panoptics, um, when I was around, especially Bexlar, I feel like I get the most uh, interference from those flashers. I guess I never really noticed. <laughs> I mean, your screen might flicker here and there, but it's... Nothing where it's annoying and where you couldn't you couldn't fish yeah. with other people around. I feel like I'm one of the last ones to get it anyway, so No, I haven't gotten it yet. You still got, you got the pan optics though. Close yeah, it's one step closer. Yeah. It's not yeah. quite there yet. It's still it's, I, I'm like the I was using the L X three Markham that I bought, you know, when you took me out. Hey that, first. that caught you hella fish. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day it's still okay it still work, caught you fish, right? Yeah. Don't ever get rid of it. No, I, 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 like I said, I'm setting up my little glide light sled so I can take it to... Because everyone's told me too, like, you know, you'll use, use the live scope to find the fish and then you know, you're not going to lug that heavy thing around every hole, so let's that's take a flash around. Right? I, I do miss having a flasher. Like, if I still have my LX5 or whatever, uh-huh. I kind of miss it. It's small, compact. Because with the live scope, man, it's so cumbersome. Yeah, that's what I like about that glide light is, you know, I, I got it set up now, so I'm sitting on it, and, like, if I get a new shuttle or something, it will fit inside the hole, so all I do is drag the slide around and position it. Oh, yeah, yeah. And so it'll always stay on there. Right. I, I can pick it up and carry it. That's what I do with my live scope. I just leave it in my sled. Right. I pull my sled around <laughs> with me yeah. instead of trying to carry it around. Yeah. Don't blame me, man. That shit is heavy. It's, it is comfortable. Yeah, it's, it's pretty it's, comfortable. 
I agree with that. But because because the, uh, the panoply is the same, it's the same. I mean, the packaging and everything is pretty much the same. It is a little bit of an annoyance, but did I don't you, know. Did you print that cover? Oh, yeah, we're gonna get out. Cable saver. Cable saver. So maybe I'll see. Uh, we'll, we'll take a picture. We'll show you guys this. So um, you know, Sean here has a 3D printer now, and he printed a cover for his LiveScope transducer. Pretty cool, huh? Yeah, that is pretty cool. I need a new transducer cover. That's why I was oh, kind of... He's looking... looking I, 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 you I, got the 34, though, right? Well, I got the 32. 32? Yeah, oh, yeah. 32. I can print one tonight. See? Oh, yeah, I, I, I saw his eyes. Dude, I saw <laughs> his eyes this whole time. He's been looking at that green cover this whole time. He's like, what? Okay, what is that? Do you like the green one? I'll just give you that one. It doesn't really matter to me. I'm not about like oh all my yeah. gear I, I has to match. I didn't design or anything, so it's just one off that was off, off of one of the websites that you know people just upload files to to share. Yeah. So it's like I, I didn't design it; I just printed it for personal use. So that's why. I mean, it, it works. Yeah. Right? yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it's better than nothing. I think. Yeah. There's a there's a different filament called TPU that I think would work better. It's flexible. Mm. More like rubbery. Wonder how it'll hold up like in the cold. Uh, so that one I use it's a ABS, so it's the same thing I use for the grips for the ice pods. So oh, it's, it's yeah, yeah. better for cold temperatures. So it shouldn't shouldn't like crack. What is that? What's ABS? What did, can you explain? I, I... Not really. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean they're pretty much all different types of plastic. But okay. They're all they're all have you know. ABS is better for temperature resistance, for like the PLA that most people use, it's not. PLA is biodegradable, stuff like that, so. There's, there's so many different types of filaments, and some are better for certain things. But everybody that, I, that I've known or talked to that's that made ice rod grips out of it, it's always ABS. Interesting. So what's new with Saki this year about your ice rods and that you have coming up for this year, the 2023 season? I'm trying to lean more into, like, especially the grips, like, not using so much of the pre-made stuff. Okay. Like, I don't want to go to, the, you know, the few main websites and buy all their pre-made grips and just put them on rods. Like, I want to make it myself. Mm-hmm. Like, 3D printer, you know, I can do all kinds of, uh, like, multiple color stuff now. Uh, cork, you know, make my own cork or the foam. I can shape it the way I want it to. So, just more of that stuff, just making it more of my own instead of... Oh, I bought the pre-made. Yeah, I bought all the pre-made stuff and put it together like a kid. Can you, um, I think I, I asked you offline <coughs> this, but for people, because I actually have people ask, like, what is the benefit of printing your own handle, like the plastic? Well, why would somebody want that versus a cork or a composite, those composite ones? What's the biggest difference or what do you feel? Uh, I mean, the weight difference, I m't mean, I don't know if it's, it's kind of marginal, but like it, it is lighter. And even the foam ones, mm-hmm. uh, it's rigid. So if you're wanting to feel the bite even better, you know a lot of people will put their fingers on the rod blank, you know, so they can get you know, right, right in tune with it. I think the 3D printed ones, I mean, they're they're rigid, they're right on the blank, so you kind of get the same feeling. So without having to touch the rod blank, you can just hold the handle and feel it. Some people were thinking, do you think is the grip slippery since it's plastic it's, or it's no? smooth? Okay, I wouldn't I wouldn't call it slippery. Um, and like. The way I hold the rod, ice rods, like I barely even touch the grip. So I, I mean, I, I used them the last few years, and I've never even noticed that. I was like, oh man, this one's definitely three printed. You know, <laughs> too much, too in tune, trying to catch a fish. Like I don't yeah. even notice.
notice. Most of the time you're wearing gloves. Anyway. Yeah, so I mean, that's gloves, you're not going <laughs> to notice. And, and uh, with, like, the real bands, like, those are rubber, so I mean, you can hold on to those if you think it's too slippery. Like, it, I, I've never noticed a difference. Anyone I know that has the 3D grips, they've never complained or heard anything bad about it. But a lot of people, if they don't use them or haven't used them, they're like, oh, no, I don't want to try it. But, really? Maybe they just need to just try it and just to see. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like it's like hating on something without. Like, it's kind of the same way. Like there's a lot of people that they love cork. It's traditional. You know, they like the feel of it. They yeah. won't use the foam. And there's a lot of people that are like, oh, I like the foam way better. I mean, it's just it's goofy. But wow. I think it's really. Yeah, I think it really yeah. is. Yeah. So I have both. Really, yeah, people say because I, I have both the foam and the uh, mm-hmm. the cork. Um, the f- I, I think sensitivity wise, I think the the. The foam is probably. I, I feel like I feel better. The corks a little bit feels sturdier in my hands. I feel like um, it just depends. I, I like them both. Yeah. I'm gonna. Damn it! I wasn't supposed to buy new shit, and this is what they're talking about. <laughs> and then I'm like, man, I was You're holding. Now, see, now I was holding <laughs> the plastic. I'm like, you know, I, I kind of want to try just to see if it is, this is something an advantage, or does it feel more comfortable, or. Do you, which one do you prefer out of like foam I, pork I don't think I have a preference I mean I, I, I make new rods every year for myself so it's like I've tried all of them and like I don't really notice a difference to me what's been the I guess type that you've seen more, more requested uh, this year uh, I'd say cork cork or the the pre-made ones like the rubber like, kind of like the wind grips but mm. they're like the ones the knockoff I like those wind grips, but the thing is with those, um, well, I put those those rubber thingies, and it puts an indention in it, too. Uh, the little dent cork. Cork, too, yeah. Foam. That's not thing I... I mean, if, if it's in the same spot all the time to dent it, yeah. it I don't think it's going to bother you, because... That's true. If you ever take the reel off and see it, and you put it back on, the bands are going to be right back in the dent. So. Yeah. I'm not... <laughs> I, I'm not too bougie. That yeah. shit don't, I, mean, I don't really care. I mean, like that. There's a lot of people that, that won't use the bands, so they want real seat. They don't like. They don't like any rods without real seat. You like, like real seat, right? Yeah. Oh, I like the real seat for convenience. Right. But uh, um, my other rods, they got, they got, they got uh, no real seats, okay. and I just leave those reels on there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't mess with taking them off. Very true. Yeah, it, it's just preference. Everyone. Everyone. You know, Seems like everyone has, has one thing that they just will not use. So. Okay. So more pre- more yeah. options I have, the better. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty open to whatever. I don't have like a strict preference. Mm-hmm. All I can only de- have real yeah. seats or if I need to refill work. I think I'm okay. Yeah, good for right now. Man, it's so thirsty over here. <laughs> hey, I can. I can drink as much as I want, kid. It's not going to affect me, kid. <laughs> drink like 12 of those. Exactly. It's not going to affect me, man. And I'm going to try the punk. Punk AF. This one. It's a hoppy a, a pale. Pop, hoppy pale? Okay. Hoppy pale. That's what it says. So do you have a preference, Gorge? Um, I'd have to say, if I'm fishing for crappies or smaller panfish, I'm liking the, the, uh, the foam one. If I'm fishing for bigger fish like wipers, catfish, uh, heavier fish, I feel like the I feel more rigid. The the cork just feels more sturdy. That can really fight these guys better. So I don't know if I'm right <laughs> or wrong. 
I just that's that's what I feel like. I think it's just better in in, in a sense for me uh, fighting the bigger fish with the cork handle, and then the smaller fish I can feel the sensitivity of the uptick bites with the um, the foam handle. Who knows? Oh. Now I might have to try the plastics. Who knows? Yeah, I haven't thought about that much. Like, I never <laughs> considered all the what the handle's made out of for the type of fish I'm targeting. At the end of the day, when the fish hits it hard, I, I don't think, you know, sensitivity doesn't really, I mean, the type of fish I think we, we go after, uh, you, you're going to hit, you're going to feel the bite, you know what I'm saying? I think the rod matters more than the Agreed. That's, that's what the I would, yeah, I would definitely say. Um, yeah. Carbon or, uh, what's the other one, fiberglass, right? Uh, I, I like taking one of both, so I use fiberglass for more subtle presentations, carbon for like spoons where I'm not too worried about it. Like other hit it hard. Yeah, I bring one of each also. I'd say everyone needs at least two, I know. Like a lot of people think, oh you only need one, which you, you probably do only need one, but you could get away with it. Yeah, I don't like retying, so That's, I at yeah. least want two. Jig and a spoon and then I'm good. I don't usually use much else from that. Yeah we, we I, I don't usually change colors ice fishing so Yeah my my uh and I was just kind of giving an excuse why I have so many damn rods. I was like, yeah. But it's true. I, I te- Technically, I feel like, because I hate retying, especially in the cold. Um, but like I was just saying, I, I think I only use two types of lures, really. Like the tungsten jig and a spoon, most of the time. I've got like 200 with me every time, but I use the same two or three all the time. Yeah. I see. That's why I don't even think I want to even be buying any new jigs or anything anytime soon. The only like the only reason I get new ones is because I always end up giving them away to people who will be out there. So it's like, oh, I'm not catching them because I'm not using that. Like, okay, here, here's what I'm using. This is exact jig. Go ahead, keep it. Whatever. It's funny because uh, on my, one of my setups, I had this spoon on there. That spoon was on that setup for like two whole seasons. <laughs> yeah, I think you did say that. Yeah. Yeah. The paint. <laughs> It had a rattle on the back, but that the paint peeled off of it, and then the rattle. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, all the paint's gone on one side. The only reason why I had to retie is because I lost the jig. I think either got hung up. I think it got hung up on the tree or something. That was the only time. The only time I retied that setup after two years. <laughs> hey, that, that shows how often I. And it up. caught a lot of fish for you. It did. So it did catch a lot of fish. There you go, man. It's um, hey, if you don't have to change that, was why saved you a hell of money. Yeah, there has been times though where I've changed, you know, same spot, picture there. I have did change like a color or something, and it did start biting. You think? Okay. So, but yeah, most of the time I just use what I have on. <laughs> when I'm biting, I'll just move and find the fish that will. <laughs> well, like recently, I uh, you know I was. I was having a hot color and I was catching fish on it. I was on my last one and you know, I eventually uh, had a switch because the bait was getting too torn up. Uh-huh. And then I, it, the fish stopped. The fish didn't want the new color to change to it. <laughs> Man, dude. Like, normally I'm not caught up in colors and stuff, but sometimes the color does matter. Hmm. Any goals this year, man? Ice-wise? Fishing? Uh, I think just to get out more, get the kids out more, get my wife out more. Uh, everyone, my wife really likes to go. Kids are kind of yeah. So I think maybe with the lights go, they'll, they'll like it a lot better. We'll all be able to get to go. Maybe a trip to Colorado. Maybe. 
Road trip, man. Road trip? I'll, I'll get you on some Lakers. They're easy. <laughs> According to some. That's what, that's what they said last time. I got sick. Say what? Got like two crow. Yeah, I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. You're right. Terrible. Well, you were sick, though, man. I know. It was awful. Yeah, it was awful. You know, still just, caught fish, though. You did. <laughs> and I caught some fish, too. Yeah, she always, I don't, I don't know what yeah. it is. But, so, yeah. It always is. The wife or the girlfriend. They're don't, always the one catching all the fish. Don't, don't get here when we started. She goes, she goes, she always says, don't don't get me on the ice. I'll show Granny what's up. She always says that shit. See, I'm single, so there's only me. <laughs> only I can catch the fish. <laughs> but no, if you guys make a trip, man, I'll, I'll, I think uh, we have some, some unique spots we can take you and hopefully you can catch some fish that you haven't caught yet. A type of species you haven't caught yet. Have we caught a wiper through the ice yet? One. One, one. yeah. Well, I've caught like little ones, but one decent one. Oh, that was last year. Finally, it was on a ride with a 3D printed group, and then someone came to fish with us, and then he ended up buying it from me. Oh shit! Sales presentation, <laughs> baby. <laughs> yeah, maybe I should like just out there fishing, catch a fish. Like, hey, yeah, you want to buy this? <laughs> you never know, man. If they see you, they're like, man, what are you using? Yeah, there was a guy that he, he bought a rod from me before, and actually, I got one. He came out to fish with us and seen the fish. He's like, I really like that rod. I'm like, oh, you want to buy it? He's like, how much? <laughs> told him, I'm like, okay. I took a reel off. Came to him. There you go. Man, right there, huh? <laughs> Easy transaction, baby. I need to get you on a good wiper through the ice. Yeah, I've, I've been around him, but... <laughs> how about that fish? Yeah, only little ones. Never a good one. You got to get him on this shit, you kid. Take him to the honey hole. Oh, the honey hole. I think I think he has a better opportunity to catch both. I think I know what you're talking about. You yeah. catch like everything. Yeah. We catch crappie, white bass, wiper, catfish. Crappie. They have nice crappies there too. Yellow bass. And yellow bass, yeah. I won't say no. <laughs> and it's like literally just go set up the tent drill holes and stay there all day. That's yeah, yeah that's what he does. I like that. Because it's like a I mean, we're, I mean, we're talking this whole spot up, so hopefully it's still biting. <laughs> I know. I, I wanted to go down there with the boat, but it never happened because it's it's yeah. a bit further for us. I, I'm thinking, though, like you were saying, I think the other year you were saying, if the shad is still there, the fish was still there. Because I think those, all those fish that we, you know, that we're talking about, they're eating shad. So I think as long as the bait fish is there, somehow, for whatever reason, they should be there. And another reason why I like to I like to just go to that spot and just set up. It's a it's a fishy spot, and you gotta walk far to get to it. So the just the piece of structure that's there, what's down there, it 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 generally holds fish. So even if the fish aren't there right away, they'll show up at one point or the other. So, but I don't think we've had a bad day there. Really. I mean, we've had days where we only catch. 20 fish or something. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I, I have to agree with you. I haven't had like a, a horrible day there. I like, I mean, maybe, maybe the size wasn't of, you know, what you're looking for, but the action was there. Until I take Sean. Right. <laughs> Sean's going to be like, look at this I'm pretty sure you took me to the wrong spot. Wide <laughs> sack of shit. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't get down there with the boat. Um, it just, it didn't work. And they pulled docks. Like almost a month ago. It's weird. Why? That's I have no idea. And it's warmer. 
Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Who knows? Yeah, I have no idea why, but... Okay. Well, well I guess the lake was down. I think that was one this of the year? reasons. Okay. Well, hopefully if it freezes this year, um, I'll try to see if I can make a trip down or over here in February, hopefully. Maybe we can all go together. Check it out. And I got a couple new spots at the local lake. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Keep that one under wraps. <laughs> Oh man, I just do you think anybody my ice fishing videos is yeah, just me sure. in a hut. <laughs> do you, I don't show anything. Do you think anybody knows about that spot at all? People do. They do. There's a guy that actually follows my uh, Facebook page. Um, so I was gonna fish one of those areas, and he he was just there. I didn't know who he was. It was just a boat there. Was like, oh man, this guy there. But we didn't really see him, see him catch anything. And we were fishing down away from him, and uh, we were catching stuff and. I, uh, I made a post on Facebook, and then he was like, oh, hey, that was me, and the, uh, he, he described his boat. Uh, I'm not going to describe what his boat is on here, but, and then he's like, yeah, you guys were sitting in my ice fishing honey hole. I was like, oh, <laughs> and he posted some pictures. He was catching fish that day. I wasn't sure if he was catching fish, because uh, we didn't see him catching anything. And I was like, man, they, but I saw him, he was kind of like just jostling around. I'm like, man, what's that guy doing? Like, Fishing. He's probably keeping under wraps. Yeah, he he's got a fish. Keeping under wraps. Being a little sneaky sneak. <laughs> That's funny. So people know. I mean, okay. it's just the access is a little bit hard to get to because yeah. they're they're not easy spots to get to. I'm excited to try that spot out too on the ice. It'd be interesting just to see um, if it holds just as well during the ice as as open water. I think those spots, unless you have a machine or you're willing to walk really far I don't think a lot of people ice fish them I mean what would you say from the a launch spot what is it a good mile or, uh, not even uh, maybe three fourths of a mile I think from a boat ramp to the to where we where you caught yours yes that's probably almost a mile oh really you think it's about a mile from where we would normally launch yeah if you launch at a boat ramp it'd be like a mile well you want to catch fish or not right I mean, if 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 you go everywhere else and it's not catching, I guess walk a mile with all your gear. That's the only shitty part. I I'm kind of excited, man. I wasn't excited about <laughs> ice fishing, yeah. and then I put my boat up for winterization today. Now we're talking about ice fishing, yeah. man. I'm kind of excited now. I'm gonna go back home now and get my because I, I I told you our last episode. I was like, man, I'm just not ready. And then, I, and then I came here, I caught those last two wipers that really got me, okay, I, I, I clean off the season well. I feel like, you know, like, okay, I caught those last two fish that in open water season, I'm ready now. I'm ready to focus on ice fishing. I feel like me coming here, touching some new rods from this guy, talking to you guys about ice fishing now. I'm like, okay, I think I'm going to go home, get my ice <laughs> stuff ready. And then my brother-in-law's texting me, can't wait to ice fish already. He, he's, he's beyond ice horny. Ooh, he, yeah, he's like he's like my birthday. We're going ice fishing. You get back here, we're all going ice fishing. I don't care. December second, everybody, we're going up in the mountains, ice fishing. So they they they're beyond excited. So I gotta get ready when I get back out. So those wipers we were catching at the local lake, I I never seen that many big ones. See, that's what I was on. I'm asking you, is it that that spot? You feel like that spot maintained the bigger ones? I don't. I don't know. I think just the, just the fact that I had a boat, I had more access to them. Yeah. Um, 
I want to catch one of those two guys. Imagine like a six, seven pound lifer. Bro, <laughs> yeah, so. that's what I'm saying. I, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking if that if it holds true, you're gonna have an amazing ice year. But then you're gonna have to find out how to get a machine to get you there quick. That's all. <laughs> or I, I just have to walk my ass, you know, a yeah. mile or whatever. <laughs> Take you 15, fifteen minutes to walk. 20, I, 15, oh man, I never packed light. I guess so. Yeah, this guy never <laughs> packed light. Dude, he just taking his livestock alone is heavy as hell. See, there's there's other ways to get there, but getting to the water is not easy. But once you get on the water, sure, I might have to walk across the lake, maybe. Yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you would have to walk across it. But just big wipers, I think it's worth it. Yeah, but you got homies who have snowmobiles. You got guys who have snow dogs. Quads, quads now, yeah. There you go. I, I, I've been looking at ATV. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. Here we go, man. Must be nice. Nope. Well, I got the ball. I'm like, man, walking to a fishing spot. Man, I don't know. Like, do I want to oh go go into the ice season walking to my fishing spot? <laughs> That's funny. I don't know. I got to think about it. Oh, it's probably man. not gonna happen because. The boat's too fresh. It's too fresh. It's, mm-hmm. I gotta get caught up. You still gotta pay for it through the winter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Those boat payments aren't going away just because I'm not using it. That's true. Oh, yeah. That does suck. Huh? The boat payments during the, during the non-usable months. Uh, but I took it out a lot. Dude, we were talking <laughs> so, so Trey, Yeah, our buddy Trey was over here and we were just talking the other day. We are like... I think you've used that boat more than any human being that bought a brand new boat in, in, in the span of three months. Literally, it was what you got in August? End of August. September, October. Three, three months. months. You probably used that thing more than a normal person who bought a brand new boat in probably two or three years. Yeah, I think average, I was doing two times a week for three months. So, that's what? Twelve weeks? Sometimes, four. So that's you know, at least two times a week. I don't, Sometimes I can go three. Maybe four times a week. I think, I think the very first week, week or two, you took it off was on every day. That first day I took it out. I took it out twice. See, <laughs> yeah, it we, sucked. we did so bad. It was so hot. It was <laughs> the hottest yeah. day of the year, and it sucked. Like man, went home. We had to redeem ourselves. All I want to go back. Yeah, you do. <laughs> That was funny. It was worth it though, because we ended up catching fish. Yeah, it was worth it. It was worth it for me because I sucked that morning, but finally that the the second half I was able to catch some fish. So we had to even go to a different lake on top of that. So it was worth it, but it was money's worth though. Yeah, the boat's been worth it. And I think you know, I think the boats also kind of helps you find possible locations to ice fish. Oh Oh, yeah, you know what I mean. So that because. Otherwise, you would never been able to kind of scout without that boat. Yeah. I mean, I guess you could have used your kayak, um, but I think having that boat just made it so much easier for you just to zoom here, zoom there, and then just say, hey, uh, there's good structure here. Not bad. You know what I'm saying? So you can like, hey, this is a good spot to mark for track for ice fishing. Mm-hmm. But I also noticed going from like a, a lake where you can just open it up to a no wake lake, you're like, man, this kind of sucks. <laughs> forever to go a mile <laughs> <laughs> but you know but you were able to open it up quite a bit towards you I felt like in the larger Not lake really. oh in the larger lake in the larger lake yeah yeah that was fun it was funny when I first got the boat like going 
wide open throttle. Like, it's kind of scary. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, man, they could go a little faster. <laughs> oh, yeah, here we go, man. <laughs> I, I still, I, I still kind of get my butt cheeks a little squeezed, man. I don't know, man. I, just the old age, I just get a little nervous going fast nowadays. She go with not like a, a bigger boat. What's the size motor on yours? A 90. <laughs> like, we went and fished down Missouri. The guy had, like, a 250 or something. Oh, yeah. gosh. Yeah. I How think f- Scott from Drastic Plastic, I think he had a... I want to say it was a 175, maybe a 200 on yeah. his bass boat. Yeah. And we hit, like, 70. Oh, <laughs> on, the, on the Mississippi River. That shit yeah. was scary. That's scary because I'm just... Because in my eyes... Because I see those stupid YouTube videos where somebody, you know, loses control and then... One little jerk of the, the oh, steering yeah. wheel, and that that's that's like my, I guess you could say it's like my biggest fear that happens. I'm riding on a boat for some reason, and then just just I don't know how fast I'm going. Then all of a sudden, a little jerk action, and then we all can fly. <clears throat> it's just like my biggest fear when it's on a boat. I don't. Well, when I'm on the big lake, I would wear a life jacket. Yeah, no, and, I'm for sure. And on the our big lakes, are, I mean, you you're supposed to wear the kill switch. Yeah. I don't know if everybody does. I doubt it. I doubt it. I doubt it, man. We should, but I doubt I, it. I don't own our smaller lakes here because well, there's no way you're not going that fast anymore. But, but I guess if you fall out and you're both driving away at five miles per hour, it doesn't matter how fast it is. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, you guys ready to refill? Yeah, okay, no. Yeah, I did finish this. Cool. Take a break. Alright. Might as well show this off. Well, even 3D printed. Oh, this part of the design. Oh. I mean, you can add text to anything. Like, I've been been playing with the freaking model language. Yeah. Alright, we're back, guys. If you guys are watching this on YouTube, you guys can see the stuff we're kind of talking about. Uh, Fishing kit right here, if you want to show. That's the. uh, the Garmin live scope for the uh, the 32 cover transducer. Pretty the cool. Transducer cover for the live scope. That's pretty cool. If you guys can see right here, uh, this is a rod with the, the plastic that you printed out, right? Oh, let me see that. It's pretty cool. 3D uh, handle. Yep, 3D handle, plastic handle. But uh, th- those rods are going to be available at Johnson Bay Tackle. Yep. So hopefully soon. I've been a little slow this year, but yeah. No worries, but if you guys are wondering, yeah, because uh, Sean, Sean, Sean here is going to be, um, I think he's you're creating some rods to be um, sold at... Take lay down. Yeah. Here in Johnson, Iowa, if you guys want to go swing by there. By the time this episode comes out, how long do you think it's going to be before you get the rods out to them? I think I have three done for him right now, so I'll probably try to get a couple more before I take them up, and then I'll just keep refilling them. Okay. So a couple. So by the time this episode comes out, hopefully um, next weekend. Uh, there you guys go. So by the time this episode comes out, uh, go check it out because it possibly could be out there already. Then yeah, I sell those lower price than I do like straight from me just because they're pre-made, a little more simple, cool. and they're just they're ready. Like you don't really get to pick what you want; they're just there, so it'll be a little cheaper. Yeah. So if you guys want to actually just get a chance to just feel what the uh, sake fishing rods feel like, go there and you guys can go check it out. So. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, how, how has business been, man? Have you been busy this year? It's steady, yeah. It's okay. been good. So, uh, just sent, like, just UPS some rods up to, to Scott today. Oh, nice. I ordered some for his guys up there. Shout out to Drastic Plastic, Scott. 
Thank you. I'm still waiting for uh, some baits. I'm running low. <laughs> <laughs> I want to use some baits. I don't know. I don't know if he has any baits for lake trout. Does he? I'm pretty sure he does. I can okay, use a swim bait. That's true. I guess. So, so that last one, you know, Grady was, uh, really, he was kind of like, man, Saki's doing so good. He bought himself a life. <laughs> I did. So, uh, uh, our, our, our buddy Jack, man, because I came here the other day, like, Live going, oh, man, he must be really selling some rods this year, man. Like, man, yeah, nice go. I'm like, man, it must be nice. This is a deal I can pass up. It's great, great time. So, it's a good deal. It's during their like special like week, whatever for for Shields customers. Whatever. How uh, how far out are you on rods right now? It's all uh, put in order. I think I've got about 30 still to do right now. 30? Yeah. Dang. That's a good problem. So, yeah. And yeah, yes and no. I mean, yeah, because, like, it's, it's good to have them, but it's, like, every once in a while, like, one day, like, possibly I have to do, like, I, I have a limited time after work. Like, I've been working overtime, so I get home late, and then, you know, a few hours, and it's, you know, time to get the kids ready for bed or whatever, and they got to stop for dinner. So I only have, like, maybe two or three hours a day, maybe. One one man show. Yeah, it's just me. So yeah, yeah. So and Sean still works a regular job. Yeah, it's not like I'm doing all this. Just stuff. doing rods. Like a lot of tackle come in, so I will have to get that sorted out. Get the website updated. Like so, if it was just doing rods, I, I could get them done a little faster. But all the other stuff. Too. Yeah. Kids. But what would you say? So you got thirty rods still to do. So if I want to put it in an order, something uh, called an order, what would you say a couple months? A week? I'd say at least four weeks. Okay, so you have to pay some going right now. If you put one in today, yeah, it, it might be four weeks. Okay, so that's a heads up to you guys. <laughs> if you guys are looking to get your ice and you know custom ice rods with Sean here at Saki Fishing, I would probably put it in as soon as possible because ice season is coming around the corner. Yeah, especially here in Central Iowa um, or anywhere in the Midwest, I would say. Yeah, I mean it's probably better to. Would it be better for people to like put in their orders during the summer? Yeah, yeah. Even if I like, I don't really work on too much during the summer. But if they got their orders in, I can make sure I have all the stuff here, ready to go. That way, and when I do start, you know, really getting down to it, I can have it ready and in line. And the earlier, I, I always do them in, in line. So if you, if you're the first person to order it, yours is gonna be the first one done. Mm-hmm. That's cool. So nobody gets priority. Right. Order. No special treatment. No special treatment. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's gonna wait a long time. So. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's well <laughs> worth it though, man. Child. I'm not gonna lie. I think I might have the most. I might be up there. <clears throat> the guy who, besides you, has the most sunny rides. Mm, no, I think uh, I've got four for a guy for this guy. year. He's own, that he's, he owns. Um, no, he's he bought. I don't know. I think he's got like six or seven. Holy RPGs. shit! Never mind. He's getting four more. Yeah. Wow. <clears throat> so. That's more than me. <laughs> I thought I had the most. I think I got like. I think I got eight. I think six, six, six to eight. Yeah, he's probably he's probably got the most. Do you okay. think he uses them all? Does he rotate? Like, okay, this week I would use this I'm one. I'm not sure. I should ask him. <laughs> I, you know what? It's kind of like shoes. Like, some people do consider rods kind of like shoes. Freaking look at my brother-in-law's. They all have multiple. I've seen how many rods they have. I'm like, you don't use all of them, but they switch it out. I guess it kind of is like artwork too, you know. Maybe some of those are like display pieces for him. Yeah. Like, oh, I got this one for right. his dad or something. 
Speaking of my brother-in-law, shout out to um, Buck Game. He just ordered two more rods from this guy. Yeah. I'm bringing back, bring it back home to you, brother. You know, you'll you'll get the. the I haven't even seen them. It was a special. I, I brought a freaking box and then you know I gave it to this guy and the next thing you know he brings up the box. I go, I don't even get to see the rods. <laughs> Maybe get to touch them. They're, they're, they haven't been touched by anybody else. So I guess my brother-in-law gets a fresh yeah. rod that's only been touched by the maker. <laughs> Still virgin. Still virgin. Yep. <laughs> hey, but. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's kind of cool that he he ordered a couple of rods. So he's they're excited to go ice fishing, and uh, his wife is uh, pretty excited to go ice fishing too. She catches a lot of fish. Yeah, and nice fish too. Yeah. I remember when we went to Kansas, she outfished. Oh everybody. yeah, yep, she did. Yeah, it's fishing extra than the last time we went. And we, like watched, and I was like, wow, we're in the same spot doing the same thing. <laughs> I think with her fishing with you. Like, well, I, I was gonna say I think with her, she doesn't think about it. Yeah, like, guys same, like us. Yeah, same thing with. with the what, like, I do, what I do like, wrong? Yeah, she like just just picks whatever she thinks looks cool, and she's just out there. It doesn't and doesn't overthink things and things that just work. Simplify yourself. I think it's kind of like you know, like oh, you sit there and play on your phone, and then all, all of a sudden you get a bite. You're not, yeah, that's true. You're not thinking too many, too much on it. Yeah, makes sense. Um, speaking of uh, like ice fishing, I guess. I don't know if this is true or not, but my brother-in-law, John, thinks that there's going to be a shitload of people going to a lake in Colorado. I mean, I can, I can, you guys can probably look it up anyways, but I guess there's a lake, Blue Mesa, that somebody caught, uh, I think a world record, or at least a, a U.S. record of lake trout. So they think that this, this past year. So they think there's going to be everybody and their mama's going to be going there to go ice fishing and try and see if they can catch that. Supposedly there's monsters there. And I heard there are. I mean, that one fish can't just be a freak unicorn. Yeah, deal. see, that's exactly what he was saying. It, that body or that ecosystem has to be able to produce that kind of fish. And, you know, there isn't going to be just one. Do you think that's a good advertisement of the lake then? Do you think people will go just because they saw that? Oh yeah, for sure. So. Well, like I think in the in the catfish world, you know, wherever the old blue, the world record blue cat got caught there, mm-hmm. a bunch of catfishermen are gonna go fish there. Yeah, so like a largemouth bass, like oh, the freaking world record just caught there. Well, a bunch of people are gonna try to go, not necessarily catch that fish, but there's gonna be potential potential for other fish like within within that same size range. You could say the same thing around here. Like, someone on Facebook, like, oh, we caught a bunch of fish here today. Then Instant. Know, the next day, it's overflowing with people. So. Very true, very true. So, he's just like, oh, we gotta go there before all these <laughs> morons come and, and, and fish it because we get a chance to go and catch it. And he has like, wait a second, you are the moron that's gonna be going to because you you saw the same Everyone's situation. thinking the same thing. Exactly. Everyone's gonna be thinking the yeah. same thing. So, I'm just like, but it, the thing is, it's far from my because it's in Colorado, but it's like four and a half, five hours up in the mountains. But it's beautiful, I heard. So I haven't been there. Um, maybe we'll see. Like if, if if somebody finds out that there is a good hot bite, we'll, we'll see. I'm I'm pretty sure one of my in-laws or one of their buddies is willing enough to take the drive. I mean, it. if I was four hours away, I think I would go. Yeah. You think so? To get the the chance of a lifetime. Yeah. And, and like you were saying, there's got to be more than just that one 
crazy. Even if you get something a little bit smaller, it's still damn worth it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So, man, thanks, man. I think you just convinced me by saying that, dude. Yeah. I'm surprised you didn't even need it. <laughs> he didn't. He just wanted to, he just wanted a reason to tell yeah. why. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Kit said I he should. just needed validation. <laughs> see, now, see, but this is the thing. Now I can go, but you know what? Honey, Kit said it's a good idea because it's a chance for me. It's not it's exactly. I didn't say it was a good idea. No, 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 no. Yeah, you did. It's a good <laughs> I didn't say it's a good no, no, idea. No, you said it's a good it's idea. Like there's potential. No, no. I'm gonna tell her. You said it was a good idea because there's a chance for me to catch a monster fish of a lifetime. Putting words in my mouth. Well, I mean, I, I just that's that's how I interpret it. <laughs> just because I said there's potential and I would do it doesn't mean it's a good idea. <laughs> but. We'll see, because I think, um, I think besides catching lake trout, I mean, lake trout through the ice is fun. Um, fishing the lakes over there that are like 80 to 100 feet deep is fun. Can't wait to do that more. Uh, but I still want to catch a damn tiger trout. I haven't caught a tiger trout yet. I keep telling my in-laws that, so hopefully I can do that. Hopefully I can check that, that checkbox this year. See, you might need that LVS-34. <laughs> yeah, on deeper lakes over there. Yeah, yeah but I can't. Well, I already have Mr. Yang. He's got. I can just. Does he have a thirty-four? Does he have the thirty? I think he's a thirty-two. And I can. I could say the same thing. Like, oh, most people I fish with have a go, but yeah, true. It's not the same. Bum it from them every time, or go fish or go with them all the time. Yeah, true, true, true. Are you gonna fish right next to him every time too? I would have to. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But I just can't. Just can't. Um, Plus, I'm excited to jump on too. Oh, that should be man. cool. I didn't yeah. think I'd enjoy it this much in the boat. The live scope, oh, or, yeah. or really? Okay. Now, I didn't really think about it. Well, yeah, I put the live scope in the boat when I get the boat, and oh man, it's it's so cool watching fish. When you're vertical jigging, vertical jigging, or or uh, doing the forward forward view. Funnily oh. enough, I use the down more than the forward. Hmm. Okay. I, I have to admit, this because uh, the other day, uh, when, we're, when I just got here and I fished, that was the first time I actually saw an, a big fish attack. And it just like, like oh, it was, it was super cool. And then I saw that walleye hit yours. That was really cool, too. So yeah. it just kind of seeing it, I was like, okay, now it makes, you know, it's like the, the excitement of seeing how the fish reacts on the live scope. Then all of a sudden seeing your rod just go, yeah, for a while it took me a while to to get used to using the live scope, like I guess efficiently in the boat. Because before I'd have it, you know, I'd put it down, and it was just there. But now I I actually utilize it as a tool more, and I I feel like these past few weeks I kind of got it dialed in pretty good. I mean, seeing those wipers, man, it's so cool. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, man. I just I really missed the wipers when I came back. I'm like, this is I, you. You kept hearing me. I kept saying, man, this is it. This is what I freaking miss, man. Because, like I say, man, I love Colorado. The fish there. It just. It, I didn't. I I haven't caught any fish that made my my reel just peel. You know, I, I've caught some different species, which has been great, been fun. It's just something about that damn wiper. And then, especially you get a good, you know, five, six, seven, eight pounder, all of a sudden just really pull that drag. It's something about that, man. It's just like, oh, it just gets you giddy. 
Yeah, so you got to go after the pike and those bigger lake trouts out there. I think so. If you're looking for drag peelers, those are the fish. I think it's the pike. For. I think and I was talking about my, my brother-in-law, little Dan. Um, he's like, yep, get the hot dogs ready. And they have these things called, oh, shit, he told me, I told him, yeah. Um, I guess they're like, this is going to sound morbid, but it's like little salamanders. I don't know if you guys ever heard of these, but they, they, they use, I think it's a salamander, it's like a premature salamander or something like that. So it's not like, a, it's like a tadpole, but for salamanders. So they use that for pike. Huh. Uh, something, you know, you can post the comments, but uh, I forgot, he, he told me what it was called, but that's what they use. the oxalotl or whatever? I don't know. He said something, but it was like, it's like a premature salamander and it's alive. It's alive, it's like moving. I'm like... Man, I don't know if I want to <laughs> touch it. A puppy? Is it a puppy? It might be that. It might be. Some, I think it might be something like that. That's weird. You can use that as bait in Colorado. Yes. So they they use that for pike. I'm like, what? Or hot dog? So they, they that. <laughs> I'm like, but I'm like, I'd rather use a hot dog. Uh, I mean, because look at it. I go, is it alive? They go, yeah, it's squirting. I go, man, I don't want to put a hook right through that. I don't even want to <laughs> touch that thing. It looks like it looks like a wet, like a premature tadpole salamander, dude. It's like. Ugh. Some people get probably like, dude, you're a wuss, Gordon. Yeah, I'm surprised you can use something like that for bathing color. Yeah, you can for for pipe. And then there's lakes. If we if we go, we we'll, we'll try it. But there's certain lakes that will pay you money to catch pipe and take it out. Crazy. Pay you money. I'm like, what? Pay us money. I think it's like I think certain like there's a lake up there that they pay like twenty bucks. I think I went to that lake. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went you to did. the lake. You did. Because I did. remember, yeah, I remember them yeah. talking about that. They say, they say, we catch a pike, take it out, Don't they, they hate it, and you get 20 bucks. I'm like, man, I want to catch a pike. Awesome. Just to get paid, right? Just get, you, you can film it, like, look at this, I'm making money, catching pike. I love pike. Yeah. You ever clean a pike? Yeah. <laughs> how is that? I've never cleaned a pike. Is it uh, as bad as people say? If you, if you want to get no bones, yes, it kind of sucks, but I think the easiest way, like, you just fillet it like normal. They'll get the uh, Y bone in there, but then you just come back in and get an angle once you find it, cut it, oh, nice. strip it out. Just kind of like a walleye, right? Because they got the pin bone in there. I mean, probably and, and not to that bigger, degree, yeah, but I mean, it's not terrible. It might be easier if the bone is bigger, right? You should be able to put yeah, it. I mean, if you want to get, like, there's so many different ways. Like, there's one where you, like, get five different cuts of boneless, but you have to, like, you know, do it five different times. Yeah, you gotta, like, do the back. And yeah, then, do the, like, the very top, and like, then, like, go in, I'm, like, and it's complicated. It's easier to just cut the whole slide off and then take bones out. Poor man's walleye, right? That's what they say. Right? Yeah. How, is it, how, how do you compare it to walleye? <laughs> I don't know. I, I like it better. Really? Yeah. You like pike better? It's probably my favorite fish to eat. Oh, okay. I thought it was pretty similar. I think pike get a bad rap. Yeah. I don't know why. Why do they? It's harder, harder to, harder to play. I don't know. Just, just like drum gets a bad rap. Yeah. Drum, drum are just funny, man. Funny <laughs> you purple nerple guy. <laughs> you, you just you give it a bad rap. You the one was all like, no, look I, at this guy. He got a he got a drum. Like, drums <laughs> had a bad rap. I did not give them a bad rap. <laughs> I think it's funny, like the freshwater drum, everyone hates them. And you go to like Florida or the coast and yeah. like the, the red drums, like yeah, drum, everyone like, drum. loves them. Yeah. It's like they're like everyone's you know, goes just for those and like Kind of the same, but and I've never eaten the, the red drum drum like that. But like if you look up a black drum, 
it looks exactly right. like our yeah. job, but they get you know, 60, 70, yeah. 80 pounds. Mm. But funnily enough, our state record, freshwater drum is like 60. Yeah. Or was it 40? I think it's 40. 40 or 60. That's a still big, big yeah, <laughs> roll. Holy. It's funny because the most of the drums we see, they're like, like... Mostly because when people catch them, they like throw them on the bank and yeah. kill them. The yeah. biggest drum I've ever seen was from, uh, funny enough, was my uh, brother-in-law's uh, wife, Bakay. It, oh, yeah. it was it down in, uh, in Kansas. Kansas, like, dude. The the coolers. Yeah, that's how big the drum was. It was that was good. That was pushing what fifteen. That's it. Matt caught a big one here, didn't yeah, he? Matt caught a big one. Yeah, okay. I think it was twelve. Well, Damn, still big. still big. But yeah, my my sister in law caught that thing. It was as big as the cooler. Yeah. I was like, I've never seen a truck that big in my life. I think I remember seeing Kim. He caught he caught a big one too. Like, holy cow. Dude, 40 pounds is the record. No wonder it's the record. Dude. It could be 60. It's yeah. either 40 or 60. I like catching them. They fight hard. Yeah, man. Me too, man. <laughs> Obviously. I know you like catching them. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. I filleted one uh, last week, actually. Yeah, they're not bad. bad. They, they fillet weird, though. Like Their fillets are real weird. They catch better than white bass. <laughs> you think so? We did, remember when we did that little taste test? Yeah, yeah we just are Yang. Yeah, everyone liked the Asian carp the best. I think I, I ate yeah, one. The Asian carp was pretty good. Yeah, the Asian drum, and then the white bass was last. For some reason, when I ate the uh, the drum, it was rubbery. It can be. Yeah, I think it's just been the, the cut. Yeah, that's yeah. what I'm wondering. Had it been the cut because I, I the one that we ate with Mr. Yang, this ain't rubbery. But then the one I ate at home, I'm like, I told my wife, oh, I can't do it. <laughs> it's like, mm, I, I did you freeze it? <laughs> I don't know if I froze it or not. But for whatever reason, I, I couldn't even chew through it. I'm like, what the? I, it was really, really rubbery, dude. Like, really bad. To the point where I was just like, I just, I spit it. And I usually can eat. You can see it. I can eat anything. And I couldn't it, eat that. It, it is, it does have a different texture. It has more of a bite to it. Yeah. But like I said, when Mr. Yang did that for us, it was like, give me some more drum. That was really good. So, it could have been the cut. I don't know. I don't think I've. I have to double check with my wife. I don't know if I froze it or not. Because if I did, then that could have been the reason. See, I've never caught one through the ice. I don't think any yeah, of us have. I know it's possible. Yeah, what do you? Because they eat the same stuff, right? Yeah. Everything eats the same yeah. stuff. <laughs> Especially during the winter. But yeah. where are they located? Because, I mean, the, the same spots that we've fished, you would think they'd be the same spots as the other fish in there. But yeah. you're right, we have ne- I've never caught a... I'm surprised we never caught one at the honey hole. That's what I'm saying. Which has many different species that we've caught there. Never caught a drum there. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe they go somewhere else to hibernate. Maybe they just go like really, really deep. Nah, that could be it. Because we typically don't fish super deep. All our lakes around here, I'm never really fishing in the deepest spot. That's true. Unless it's a pond or something. But they're not even that deep in most of the lakes here. I'm talking one. Well, our local lake here is like 50. Is that the... What do you think is the deep... What's the deepest lake in Iowa? I think it's one of the IGLs. How deep is it? Like 100. Oh, 100 plus. But I think some... Didn't we talk to somebody like, Hey, have you ever fished there? And they're like, there's nothing. Just like a dead sea at 100 feet or something like that. I forgot who it was. Because they actually did it before. I think they tried to fish there before. There's like, there's no fish there. Well, it's just so much water, too. Yeah. So, interesting enough. See, 
that's just not late trout in, in those legs. <laughs> hey, that's a that's something. Oh man, that, when you get the Iowa DNR one day, that that would not be a bad idea. Maybe why not that leg? I think the the leg trout could survive through the season. Oh yeah, if that, it's over hundred feet, right? Yeah. They they would just be down there. Just throwing it out there. Wonder if they've tried it in any way. I don't know. That'd be a good question to ask Jeff. Yeah. But that would be a good that would be like you say, being that deep, it would be a good like to to try it to see if they can sustain. Or maybe there's no oxygen that deep. That's, that's true. But you know, you think about it, even the walleyes can't 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 breathe here. They can sustain themselves. Yeah. Which is kind of Unique. I, I think our water is too dirty. Yeah. Is that what it is? You think? Yeah. Is it the, the dirty water so they can't breed? Well, the I think the silt covers up the eggs. Basically, the eggs just choke out. I think that's what it comes down to, really. Gotcha. I know they've tried, obviously, for I don't know how many years, but they just can't do it. Huh? Well, I think the walleyes try to do it regardless. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And the DNR has nothing with them trying, nothing to do with them trying to breathe in the rivers and stuff or the lakes. Very true. But like trout in Iowa, that would be interesting. That would be cool. That would be cool. Burbit would be cool. I think that that's another cool fish. We talked about that a couple years ago. Still haven't really went up for it. We should. Have been. Not like super stoked to go anywhere to fish because. You just... It's just simple. I hear you. Stay, stay local. Yeah, not, sure. when you, not when you can, like, especially here, you can drive 15 minutes to be at a good lake. Yeah. Or you can drive an hour or two hours. It's like, hey, I'll just go here. Yeah. I can fish for a couple hours if you want or something. I'll try a couple of day trips out of it. Right. Uh, a lake trout and a bourbon would be cool. Big-ass jumble perch would be cool. See, I, I don't know, I'm not that jazzed up about giant perch. I love to eat them. Yeah. I think perch is one of the better fish out there to eat, 100%. Yeah. I don't know, I'm not just, I don't know, they don't, they don't tickle my pickle. <laughs> I'd hope they don't tickle your pickle. <laughs> I mean, I'm glad if I catch a big perch, but... Yeah, I know what you mean. It's just not your. You're just like, oh, it's a big perch. Thanks, man. Because we don't have them here. That's why everyone gets so excited about them. They're more readily available than be as big a deal. We do have some pond stocked with uh, perch here. I see that. They're big, too. Are they? Yeah, they get pretty big. It's around here, isn't it? Yeah. They get fished out real quick. Oh, do they? They're not. Yeah, I can see as that. As soon as it's known that they're stocked, like within a week, there's probably none left. How big did they stock them? I've seen them uh, over 10 inches before. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. I think most of them are tagged, too, aren't they? Mm, I don't think they're tagged. Interesting. Most places they put them in, like, ponds. So. If they put them in lakes, they might tag them. But... <laughs> I've caught some out of our lo- the local lake here. Have you? Yeah. yeah. They're in there. The numbers, seen them. the numbers aren't very high, high. No. and they're always like that big. Yeah, they're never like, seen it. They're not like huge, but I've never caught like a small one either. It just it seems weird, like you know, like you go to Clear Lake or something where they're just over <laughs> Why didn't that happen around here? They might be big, but not, right? 
It's like we've been saying this for like four or five years now. I haven't been. I didn't go up there last season. Yeah, either. So I haven't heard anything about him either. They gotta be because we were we were complaining about this about four years ago about the the little perch. So they were what let's just say about six seven inches maybe. Not even. Maybe five inches. Yeah, that was five inches, let's just say. Dude, they gotta be close to the 10, 12 inch mark by now. Those. Mm -hmm. There's probably a good year class of, you know, eight to nine inch fish right now. I would guess. I don't know for sure. So if you're looking for a perch, I guess go up north. Maybe. If you want to catch, you know, a thousand, hundred, you know, a thousand. Filter through them all. A thousand, eight. Maybe. But they, they gotta get bigger. Like I said, though, they gotta be bigger by now, though, I would think. I hope. Or eaten. They, so. they, unless they've been eaten by all the walleyes up there. That happens. They're probably the main forage right now. Or since they've yeah. been kind of blown I mean, out there. Ain't no damn yellow bass, I feel like, up there anymore. They're still in there. Not, just not as numbers as they used to be. Um, but I think that was the intention, though, you know, to, yeah. to yeah. knock yeah. down yeah. yellow bass. All that stuff worked. Damn, yeah. yellow guys love yellow bass. My brother-in-laws, that's all they keep, that's all they talk about. We go to Iowa, we need to go get some yellow. Gorge, hurry up, you go find those yellow bass. We need to go back and get some yellows. All the time. I did find some yellow bass. A little bit closer. Well, hope, hopefully this year, you, you if you get a chance, let us know. And then uh, I'll let them know. Kind of in the Adams area. We'll figure it out. Hopefully, hopefully we can get on. I haven't caught a yellow bass like a good bite on yellow bass in like years. Yeah, years. Well, we used to go up to Clear Lake all the time. That was, that was like the spot. That was. Then yeah, it got hit so hard. Dude, that about, what was it? About two two year span. I feel like yeah. he got oh, yeah. he got hit hard yeah. from all angles. I remember we went up there like early and like you could barely find a place to park. Yeah, he got hit hard for for two two and a half years. I feel like he got hit yeah. hard for the yellow bass. That is from all angles. Yeah. Probably a good thing just to get him out. Yeah, of but yeah, it's not you want to catch him. Yeah, I think the DNR prefers it that way. Yeah, yeah. Do oh, they yeah. do they still do the uh, yellow bass bananas up there? Oh, I think that's the that. last time they tried it, they changed it to like panfish something. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I and, but then I think they got canceled. Is it because there's no more yellow bass, or people are having hard time catching I, yellow bass? I think oh, it's oh. just people are having a hard time in general catching, like consistent, consistently catching fish through the ice. That it was, it was a struggle. I'm pretty sure the last time they tried it, they they had to cancel the tournament because they didn't get enough people signed up. Gotcha. Okay. When they used to get like two over two hundred yeah, people like, signing up. Yeah, we did it like. Four oh, years yeah. ago, four years ago. And that was like a hundred and some teams. Yeah, and that was the year when it was slowly. Yeah, that was when it started declining. Declining. Yeah, but the year I remember a year or two before that, like they had to stop taking applications or yeah. enrollment because they they capped it at two fifty. See, I, I was just talking earlier how you know I'd rather just stay local and fish, but back then I'd be going oh, out yeah. to Clear Lake all the time. <laughs> yeah. Dang, it was fun though, but like, dude, you knew you when you get on that yellow bass bite, it was phenomenal, man. It was so aggressive. Yeah, it was just so fun. You, like there's mini wipers. There, yeah, yes, mini wipers, mini wipers, nothing like here, and then it's just an abundance. When you when you get over top of the school, it's just like nonstop, and that's why it was so much fun. Dude. Yeah, I remember going up there. I 
we'd fish in the shallow. I wouldn't even use uh, electronics. Oh, yeah. yeah, you. Yeah. Just stand there, like, look down the hole, like, oh, here goes a fish. <laughs> like, that was so cool. That That's a bite I kind of miss. Just fishing in the shallows, it's maybe two feet deep, just look down the hole, see fish swimming by. Yeah. See, like, yeah, we catch crappies, bass, um, walleyes on, like, two, three feet of water. That was a really unique bite. I think the panfish bites there are still pretty good though. Like the other like crappies and blue. Yeah, it's got it's got a good panfish there. Yeah. So I don't know. Maybe but like you said though, there's a bunch of good local opportunities here for good panfish too. Yeah, now that I kinda gotten some things figured out. Oh I'm not gonna say I got it all figured out. <laughs> you have any goals this year for an ice fishing guy? Just get out on the water, catch fish. Uh, I'm I'm kind of like simple when it comes to rules. If I get out there and catch fish, like go out there and catch wipers, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty I'm pretty happy with that. Catch catch catfish. Well, I mean I know that's not an interesting answer, <laughs> but now when you get to fish four times a week, I know it must be nice, <laughs> right? That's what I'm saying. Don't don't have to ask anybody. Just go. Just gets to go. Don't even have to see, don't have to do anything. Nope, I got a fish. That's what I got to do today. Hey, other than live school, like gear-wise, are you looking forward to anything new? Uh, not really. Um, it, I'm kind of spoiled because, I mean, like, I can I can build whatever rod I want. That's true. I've got tons of tackles, so if I want, it, I want something, it's like it's in my basement. I don't have to, like, go to the store. That's true. Uh, gear-wise, like, uh, I use all the orphan stuff, so I get the new stuff I want every year. Right. I mean, I, I'm, I think I'm pretty spoiled, so I don't have to look for deals other than like, for my life scope. Your only problem is you only get to go once every three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, once, once I'm caught up, or if I stop taking orders once ice comes in, and like I said, I think the big thing is just, I mean, since Anna likes to go fishing, like, she wants to go every time I go. So, then, like, if the kids don't want to go, then we have to, like, okay, maybe find someone, you know, watch them or take them with us. So I, I, that's the biggest thing is, yeah. you know, if, we, if, the, if the kids want to go every time, we'd go along. Oh, right, man. Get them on. And then when you, and then when they go, you guys probably aren't out that long either. No, no. Or I mean, like, now that you guys are gone, without the kids going, like, that was another good, like, oh, all the kids are going, like, oh, they want to go play with their cousins, so that's fine. They just go run around the ice and play. That'll keep entertained, but if it's just us, they get bored. So. Yeah. That's why you got to make a road trip to Colorado. <laughs> we can take them all up there together, man. Yeah. You need a surrogate Brandy Van Lothar. Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, man, I think, uh, you know, at least the lake is closer to you than that this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, so you can get a chance to get out, hopefully. Yeah, we got to get out on the water. Because, yeah, last time we fished, that was like two months ago. Yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, I'll be back here a couple months, and hopefully we can get up and get on the ice. It'll be fun. So you are coming back in a couple months? I think so. I'm going to try and get out. Well, I can't come Christmas. I can't come next month because uh, my in-laws uh, doing some family stuff party there, so I'm going to be staying in town. Uh, January, I'm, I don't even know the ice is going to be that great here yet. I don't know. I think January, that's what they It usually is. It, it's yeah. like it's... it's there's like no ice and then all of a sudden boom it's ready I'm kind of looking though there's like not really any big holidays though for me to bring the kids for like a three four day oh, weekend um, but they do the kids so the kids get like President's Day 
Martin Luther King Day, I think that's in January or February. So February, I think there's a um, a weekend where they get like mid Feb to get like four days. So I can at least do a trip here, you know. Maybe I think that would be President's Day because that's yeah. like Valentine's Day yeah, around that time. Around that time. So I think that would be my next opportunity to try and get out here, see if I can ice fish with y'all. We might be pushing into late nights by then. I hope. <laughs> hey, the bike could be crazy. Could be. Oh, we'll ice. Yeah, any predictions for when uh, when we'll be icing? It's safe. It's been pretty typical lately. It's like very end of December or early January. Yeah, so I think that's when it is. I'm icing next weekend. <laughs> for sure? I'm pretty sure. My brother-in-law said we go. Yeah. I know. I know. Okay, the the lake that's about thirty minutes from my brother-in-law's house. It's it, it already had half ice a week ago. Half ice? Yeah, half ice. The, the, the lake was half iced already. Okay. So, and I it's... you meant like half an inch. No. The, the lake's half iced, and that was like a week, week and a half ago. So by now, I'm pretty sure the lake has got to be at least pretty covered, or 99% covered. Um, another week, I'm pretty sure there'll be a good three, four inches. Three inches, so... If that lake has it, I'm pretty sure the... Leather lake that my brother-in-law was talking about it's colder there we'll be ready typically they're ice fishing around Thanksgiving right yeah, that was, yeah. yeah. last year uh, I was talking to he goes yeah last year they were icing pre-Thanksgiving like a week right before Thanksgiving they're already icing so it's a little late right now yeah that first that first year that I went out there we it was Thanksgiving and we yeah. were ice fishing yeah so they're a little bit like about a week behind, like a week, week and a half behind this year than from normal, but they, it should be ready by the time I go back. It's crazy. You're going to get like a month ahead start. From you guys, yes. Yeah. But it's all right, man. I mean, they, and the crazy thing is, I think up there, they also have like a week or two after you guys did the real lakes. It stays nice a bit longer up there, too. So. They're probably like a month after us. Yeah, it could be actually. Say certain areas. March, that's when things are kind of wrapping up around here. Yeah. Usually, usually the very, very end of uh, February. Yeah. Like when we do that, yeah. that uh, spot we have in the fairgrounds. Mm. It's either it's just got over or it's the very end of it. Yep. I would say, I would say, yeah, I think you're about right. We'll, we'll probably get a little bit extra month of ice fishing. It's going to be here quick and it's going to go by quick. And then you get your boat back out, buddy. You get the boat back out. There you go. And get it. Yeah, sit and wait until they put the docks in. That's, that's a big thing. Or you just drop it in, right? Yeah, not by yourself, not easily. Uh, and we talked about this, of course. Yeah, can you just do Just launch it. Well, it's hard to get it in and out of the boat without a dock. Just have somebody with you. Yeah, if you got two exactly. people and, you know, basically both know what they're doing, yeah. Yeah, two okay. people that know what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's not like me and Grandy going. Hey, man. <laughs> Just me and Sean, sure. All right. See? <laughs> Us three can go. Bastards. Jeez. All right, man. Um, yeah, anything else for Sean, dude? For calling it a day. I don't know. Just uh, what do you got going on, Sean? And just throw where people can get a hold of you, I guess. Uh, yeah, if you want to get a hold of me, uh, either through Facebook has been the easiest, or if you go to our website, sockeyefishing.com, uh, it has my phone number, has my... Uh, email on there uh, use my phone number uh, leave a message because I usually screen my calls especially with especially now with all the election stuff and just so many, so oh, many spam phone calls so <laughs> if you call leave a message I'll get back to you there you go man. 
Um, other than that, man, appreciate you guys listening to this far. You got anything else, Kit, this week? I think that's it, man. Sad that I put that I'm putting the boat yeah. away. Uh, I'll probably be bank fishing until it's uh, ready to get 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 time for the axe. There you guys go. Other than that, man, uh, make sure you guys check out Fishing Kit's YouTube channel. Get his ass up to four thousand subs. That's that's the goal. Uh, go check out My Pop Fishing. Hopefully, I'm still trying to release a video every week. I didn't get released one today because it's holiday week. Get right. this guy up to a thousand. That would be nice. Man. That would be cool. Where are you at? Where I'm you at five fifty, five sixty, oh, right? Halfway there. A little half, over halfway. Halfway there, man. And that's even for stopping for like months of doing videos. So like half a year or something, right? Yeah. So help me get up to a thousand. Be cool. If not. Alright, go watch me suck at fishing. It's always good. Good <laughs> entertainment for you. Oh, maybe we won't. You feel better about yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. See, if you want to feel better about yourself, of your fishing skills, go watch Mop Up Fishing. There you go. Uh, other than that, man, shout out to Sean. Thank you so much for allowing us to come here and talk a little shit, talk a little fishing. Appreciate you guys. Make sure you guys go check out. I, I kid you guys not, there's a reason why we use his rods. Um, badass rods if you guys are looking for a customized fishing rods really go check it out it's pretty cool stuff so other than that leave a review helps us tremendously whether on youtube or not youtube uh, on spotify uh itunes and then uh, like i said make sure you guys check us out on youtube too so other than that till next time see ya yeah